Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Cheers! There's a flattering fit. Way! Waste is looking at one centimeter. <laughs> wow, I'm blown away. Oh! Very flattering. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Go again. Good morning. Good afternoon. And good evening. And good night. Start with the good night. <laughs> it's not pop. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Gosh. Good night is saying that they should leave. Let's go to bed. Oh, okay. No, it's fine. If you like it, then I like it. Good night. <laughs> Welcome back. To- I'm thinking. I like I've deflated you. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just thinking if I say good night. Then yeah, it doesn't really make sense, does it? It's it's like, that's not welcoming, is it? Yeah, it's like Good going night. to bed. Okay, sorry. Anyway, welcome to episode thirty-four. Thirty-four. Oh, wait, am I toxic? I'm Fola, and I'm Rakia. We're very, very happy and proud to be your hosts. Um, we're being silly. We're being really silly today. <laughs> I feel like we're doing like a holistic podcast yeah and we're gonna be like now lay flat and mm. try to oh, we should do that okay breathe. i'm thinking of like headspace breathe you know, headspace in will be like move all of the energy in your body to yeah. your bum relax it's like, the shoulders how do i do that <laughs> <laughs> how do i put the energy in my you know, bum you, do you know one time i actually went to a buddhist center and i fell asleep really yeah oh wow thought, i'm tired <laughs> And this, it's gone on for a long time. Wait, what did you say it was? It was like a meditation class. I, I hear it though. Like, like it's yeah. it was embarrassing. Though. Why wouldn't you sleep? Yes. If you were there, you would get it. Did you snore? Hopefully not. <laughs> my head was worse. nodding. And obviously, like, I'm chunky, so I had to like cross my legs um, and pins and needles. Wait, you slept sitting up? Yes, you wow. sit up with your back straight. Wow, you yeah. fell asleep. Yeah. It's amazing. I know. I was so tired. Wow, I was thinking you'd be laying down. Maybe I was bored. I don't know. There was maybe a combination of a lot of things. Goodness, it sounds effective. It was going, it was going on for so long. That's true. And I get really agitated. So I was like, when's this going to end? And then I just end up, yeah, falling asleep. Mad. Mine's but, um, when you're getting your lashes done and you fall asleep. Do you know? The embarrassment. The thing is though, so I'm always torn. Like, I feel like I'm. this is my right. I'm paying for this and you're actually making me lay on my back for time. Let me nap. Let me get some extra yeah, rest But true. then for some reason There's an element of embarrassment Why? I've had that so many times Where like, I've fallen asleep And I know I'm snoring I even like yeah, Jot in I'm like Oh sorry You yourself up With your own snoring <laughs> These days I do it with my chest I'm kind of like Come on I can't be the first person Do you know to what Everybody Everybody Well every lash tech Is probably used to it Yeah But even um, I don't know 
Do you lay on your back when you sleep? You don't lay on your back. I slept with me. I ran through you. <laughs> you what? I ran through you. I slept with you oh, bare you time. Said you slept with me bare time. <laughs> I slept you bare time. You, don't, so you don't sleep on your back. No, I don't. Yeah. Unless I'm sick. Yeah. My nan used to sleep on her back. And I'm not joking. Every time I walk in, I think she had died. Because her mouth would be like wide oh my open. God. And I'm like, Nan, Nan. <gasps> Let me sleep. <laughs> oh no, today's the day. She's gone. Nan? Nan? <laughs> he said she's gone. You're so stupid. She used to lay on her back. It was so scary. That is so, I get it though. Yeah, with her mouth wide open. And yeah. she had no teeth as well. Because even when I see my... <laughs> Gonna kill me. Even when I see my young friends who are obviously full of life yeah. sleeping on their back with their mouth open, I'm like, uh, oh, yeah. checking for the pulse. You know when you stomp the floor or you try and shake the bed yeah. to see if they move. It's very uncomfortable. I have a picture of you from really? like three weeks ago doing that. What laying on my back? Yeah, I took a picture. No of you way. Sleeping. Was I drunk? We were drunk. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say that is not like oh, me. Maybe you went on your back. Maybe it was just a funny picture of you sleeping. Sorry. Delete that. <laughs> No, I'm going to save it for a funny day. <laughs> to be like, look. You, so know, you actually, the only reason it's funny is because you've got, you've got like a sock on your face as a face mask or something ridiculous. Oh, I had a face mask, mask as an eye mask. Oh, as a face mask. That was yeah. why I took Oh, the in my house. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is hilarious. That's why I took the picture. Yeah. Well, I've actually got a blindfold now. A blindfold? For oh, I'm purposes. so dead. Oh, you mean eye mask? No, I'm right, joking. Okay. Eye mask. Yeah, I was giving yeah. it. I was giving Ooh, it. Oh, that would have been a good gift to get you actually. Where'd yeah. you get it from? Montana gave it to me. Oh, mm. that's nice. It's cute. How's it going? Um, <laughs> what have you been up to? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. So I hope you guys are ready for a chatty follow today because I've not spoken and had a quality interaction with a human being for one week. <laughs> I have been under house arrest with COVID. Oh, no. You can still hear the remnants of it. I've got mm. like, what's left is like a cold to me. But I'm no longer contagious Which is the main priority Sure <laughs> I'm not contagious And yeah I'm here um, So yeah I've done This week <laughs> This week I've been on FaceTime Netflix Really? FaceTime Oh. Eaton Netflix <laughs> Sat alone with my thoughts FaceTime Netflix <laughs> Very boring It's been week. whack And I like watching stuff but I'm, I don't know, these days I feel like I'm so busy that I don't actually have time to watch anything. Mm-hmm. So at first I was like, mm, watch stuff. After like three shows, I was like, oh. What did you watch? I actually watched Human Resources, which is... Oh, the, what's that? It's the spin-off to Big Mouth. I don't know any of this. Big Mouth? No. The cartoon with the hormone monster. Oh, the one that you used for our thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I still don't know it. Oh my God, you must watch it. It's really good. It's good. But yeah, I was in the mood for like, Escapism vibes I didn't want to watch Oh I watched Stranger Things I finally finished it Oh cool But yeah I wanted to laugh so I was even watching Rugrats on <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I was like I want, If I'm going to be sick Let me be a real baby I'm sick of this The thing is I didn't think COVID Was real anymore So this yeah. is actually A good opportunity for me I'm so sorry To anybody that told me They had COVID <laughs> In the past like Four months And I was like Oh I'm mad <laughs> And I didn't say, how are you? I'm so sorry. Are you feeling okay today? Do you need anything? I'm so sorry. Because I thought COVID was a joke now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. I did as well, yeah. I was in severe pain. Like, severe. I had to wear sunglasses in the morning because mm-hmm. my eyes hurt so much. I was on painkillers, codeine, like, sleeping nonstop. My my chest hurt. Yeah. They say chest yeah. I didn't believe it. It's awful. It hurt. It's so, so bad. <laughs> it was crazy. Oh, my god. And obviously, mine was milder than a lot of people's, but... 
I still had pain, mm-hmm. like chest, chest pain. <laughs> I was so taken aback. <laughs> For me, it was the sleeping where I'm just like uncontrollably sleeping. Like I wake yeah. up and think, what happened? Yeah, yeah. It was awful. Yeah, that's how I felt as well. Mm. I felt disoriented. And bless my friend, like I have, a, I had a friend that was staying with me from Berlin, mm. um, and she maybe like the f- two days before she was supposed to leave, she found out that. We found out that I had COVID, sorry. And bless her, she tried to look after me and stuff. Aww. But I was so out of it. Like, I'd wake up and be like, yeah, and then the man said no. <laughs> and she's like, okay, more tea, <laughs> more painkillers. I was so disoriented. Oh, no. But she ran for the hills. Um, I, and I I completely... Fair enough. Hairy. Yeah. So she's, she's still in London, but she's not with you. She is, yeah. But I think she's uh, leaving today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But fair enough. Poor Honestly, thing. no hard feelings. Protect yourself because she saw what I was going through as well, and she was like, "This ain't it." Yeah, so, I hear it. Oh my god! Do you think you think you got well? Do you think you got it from DLT? No, because that's when my symptoms started. Oh, so you was at DLT with COVID? I must have been. Yeah, my symptoms started that night. So all you people that <laughs> I'm trying to think of any, everybody you interacted with. Listen, <laughs> even the day before, everyone, yeah. Yeah. strangers, <laughs> friends. <laughs> it was a busy night. A few people I met. I'm so sorry. <laughs> But yeah, it was a busy night. I was proper active. But I'm, I don't know where enough. It must have not been from like a crowd. It must have just been. Yeah, you just don't else. know you where you're going. You can from. never know. Yeah. Remember, I had COVID and it was the day after we lost the Euros and I thought I was just sad. I thought I had a headache because oh, I was stressed. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you thought you were sad. Then I was like, wait, this is getting more severe. Oh, my God. Yeah, COVID. Can you imagine, guys? I literally went to go see follow for the evening and I was there for 10 days. I felt so sorry. With nothing. I felt sorry for all Nothing on my back. It was back. rough. Yeah. It was rough. It was a rough time. I appreciate you. It's all right. Father really looked after me. Oh, did. Fine. I'd wake up and see like a, a juice with like a, a magical orange vitamin, <laughs> vitamin something. C yeah, vitamin C tablets. <laughs> I so felt cute. so sorry for you. Like, you were going through. Yeah. I called 111. And, and secretly. I'm so angry with you. Because <laughs> I thought was like, I, well, uh, an ambulance is on the way. <laughs> I didn't want to scare you, but I think I'm going to die. I was like, no, huh? Genuinely, like, I'm not a hypochondriac in the slightest, but I genuinely thought, I'm going to die. Yeah. There's one that I thought, but if I close my eyes, I'm never waking up. Oh. It was so was, bad. Honestly, I was so, I yeah. felt so bad for yeah. you, honestly. I, you know, you just want to suck some yeah. pain out yeah. of them. I was even well, thinking, let's share it. Let's <laughs> share it. No, let's share it. I can't. I was looking at you thinking, I can't handle all of it. Yeah. I can handle half. <laughs> I was so, my body came out in a rash. Aww. Gosh, yeah, yeah, stupid paramedics. They don't even believe you. Could have died. But yeah, it was horrible. No, thank God you. Made yeah, it out the other sides. I know. But I was, you were my inspo. As I was recovering, I was like, Rikia's dealt with worse than this. You better, <laughs> you better laugh through the I couldn't day. even stand up. You better post that meme on Insta. <laughs> because... You're so silly. How have you been? Um, yeah, I've been fine. I. Well, obviously, we went out last week, which was really hectic. Went out on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Jeez, living la vie, living la the loca. best. Okay. And then um, Monday morning, I got to work early, and there was the maddest flood, guys, that you would ever, you've ever probably seen in your life. I imagine I'm, I'm hanging, so I'm like, hopefully today's a quiet one. Yeah. I walk in and like, there's water dripping from the front of the building. Then I walk in and it just gets worse and worse Mad. and worse, like. Mad. I can't even begin to explain the flood. So yeah, I've been working from home. Pretty boring. Interrupting on my love life. Jeez. Yeah. So I'm going to tell these guys. So guys, I think there's going to be a new segment oh. about my love life. What? The guy from Scribbler. 
<laughs> oh, for goodness <laughs> sake. I was thinking, wow, you're so... <laughs> so, update on my love life. I'm in love. I hope this... I have a connection. <laughs> I hope to God he listens. Because seriously, the fun that I would have with that... <laughs> You have a connection. I have a connection with right. somebody. And yeah, I think it's going well. <laughs> <laughs> but my concern is, so because I've been working from home this week unexpectedly, I haven't had a chance to pop in the shop. So you might have forgotten you the about... context of what this is. Please. Okay, cool. So I love cards. <laughs> I really love cards. Like any occasion, like or any opportunity to give someone a card, I will do, do so. And I like special cards. So I love Scribbler. I love Paper Chase. I'm the first scribbler, I think, especially now. <laughs> so I go into the shop and it's just like some nice, cute guy there. And I'm like, oh, he's cute. And then, um, yeah, there's just always a little bit of a vibe. So let's just say this was like a month ago. Then the week after I go back for a card. And then he was like, you always look so good. And I'm like, oh, thank you. That's really kind. Like, <laughs> just chatting away. But obviously, I'm here to get a card and leave. So there's only so much that can happen. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I went back two weeks ago. Mm. This is where it gets serious. <laughs> anyway, this is ponder. No, no, actually, no. Sorry. There was a, a week or two. I was passing the shop to go to Waitrose. He wasn't even there. Man. And I was like, don't tell me it's gone. How dare he go on holiday? How dare he go? But I thought he might have left. Yeah. So I thought, oh, he's gone. I guess he's some like little little girl then. I thought, oh, she's like, get out, man. Where's my man? Where's my man? Where's my man? Did you find out his name? And I, we don't even know each other's name. It's so exciting. You don't know. Yeah. Man. It's kind of the best love to be fair. I know. Anyways, <laughs> so <laughs> you know, I'm this is where it was confirmed for me. Anyway, so. It's paying for a card. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I have my card. And he was like, just take it. Wow. And I was like, what? And do you know what's mad? You're about to get the love of your life fired. Because his <laughs> manager's been like, what? <laughs> he said, what? <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 don't be silly. I was like, don't be silly. You know, you know that line, don't be silly. Sure? Don't be silly. <laughs> He's like, yeah, just take it. I'll put it on the system. I walked away and I had butterflies in my stomach. Oh, I'm that just, is really cute though. The connection is just connecting. But I'm so scared he's like 21. Probably is. I was going to say. Because he kept saying to me, I hope he's in uni. And I was like, excuse me? I said, I can't co-sign this. Why would you want him to be 18 but years away? If, if he's in education, then there's, you know, more hope you for security. You like mean a master's or a PhD? Ma- I'm talking about age-wise. Yeah, maybe he's doing a master's. Yeah, let's convince ourselves that he's okay, doing he's a master's. Okay, he's doing a master's. I think he's Ghanaian. And you're not just the biggest cougar of all time. No, yeah. 18. So he's doing the Masters. His name's Kojo. <coughs> Wait, what? He's... You said he think he's Ghanaian? I think he's Ghanaian. <laughs> and his name's Kojo. So his name's Kojo. Does he look Ghanaian? Yeah, he looks Ghanaian. Okay. And um, yeah, we're just hitting it off. But I'm worried about the momentum. I'm scared he's forgotten about me. There's no way. The last thing, he's up the levels. He gave you, he, he almost a lost his job for card. you. He almost lost his job for you right here. <laughs> Unless he paid afterwards. <laughs> Which I doubt oh, he did considering he's in uni. <laughs> <laughs> so he basically stole from you. Imagine he did. By the way, any potentials listening, you can't just woo me with cards, by the way. I need more. But this. They're probably do. put off on the fact that you like an 18 year old. Do you know sometimes your standards change at work? 
Yeah. You know when you have like a work day? Oh, absolutely. It's yeah. different. Yeah. So I was, I'm in work mode when I'm at work. I'm never even dressed. And I totally get this love that you're experiencing. It yeah. makes, it, it's very comparable yeah. to a work day. But I'm so annoyed because I've been off for a week. Might be off for next week again. Should I make my way down to central London? Just, Just for a card? You're giving like in a woman, 48 year old woman in a loveless marriage. Yeah. <laughs> Who got a bit of attention from the guy who, who serves her coffee in the morning? <laughs> Joe reminds me. I remember in primary school, I really fancied this guy, and then um, I had a few days off of school because I was sick. And I remember writing my diary. I think he's forgotten. I think he's Aww. forgotten. You know, primary school they keep it moving. Yeah, they fancy so buddy true. like Katie the next day, Aww. and I'm like, don't forget. I think about he's me. forgotten. He fancies me. <laughs> this is what it's given. I'm like. Oh, you might have forgotten about me. But oh, we need to keep up the momentum. You do. Momentum is very right, important. Right, so what should I do next time I go in? I think next time you go in, you should ask for his name. Okay. I think ask for his name. And then the next time after that, you can be like, maybe you've got like, um, I can't think of an example of what, maybe um, a croissant. And be like, they gave me two. It was two for one. <laughs> do you want one? <laughs> it's sugar mama. <laughs> He's already bought something for it's you. It's true. You've Okay, so it's when I next go, I'm going to look for my card. Any birthdays He's going to be up? like, this girl knows a lot of people <laughs> with birthdays <laughs> in every single week for a birthday. Oh, yes. You must have a massive stack you know what's so funny? That day, um, it was somebody's birthday. I was going to get them a banana. And I thought, oh, I actually can't go back. Twice in one in hour. In one day. It's a bit much. Yeah. But this is why um, a lot of places, they hire cute guys. For cougars that no, don't get probably, love. No, he's, yeah. he's probably doing it to everyone. <laughs> it's probably for oh, For God's sake. And he's getting I don't want to know. I don't want to hear it. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. He loves you. He loves you. You know the woman who doesn't want to know? That's me. <laughs> you guys suit. I see it. Yeah. Not that I know what <laughs> But yeah. That's my love life. How? No, it's not. Rebuke it. Rebuke. That's not your love life. <laughs> Rebuke it. Couple things on the side, but main bay. <laughs> In Scribbler Don't want to talk about my love life Let's not, let's not even go there How's that going? That's, as I said <laughs> It's moving in an interesting direction But we'll get into that another day <laughs> Everyday bants same No it's madness Everyday bants Right Toxic Toxic, toxic. Oh that is so funny Right. I'm so sorry for my coughing though, guys. I'm going to do my best to move away from the mic when I need to choke. I feel like you haven't really been coughing. I have, you know. Quite a few times. Are you like breathing in? How do you mean? Like, are you doing... <gasps> no, I'm going... Oh. I'm just turning my head to the side. Sorry. You're making me... Even sniffling. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's better than no episode though, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we really put our heart and soul into this, don't we? Yeah, we try, man. <laughs> There's been a lot going on sometimes. Yeah, anyway. Sorry. People would never know there's a lot going yeah, on sometimes. You never know. We show up. Anyway. We show up. Right. Toxic four. So it says, sorry. <laughs> it says, hey, my toxic queens. I just want to say your pod has really helped me through, helped me work through some, some of my toxic thoughts. Um, and in some way, you've made me a better person. Aww. That's really cute. Mm, the topics you discuss are quite daring given the cancel culture world we live in. And I highly respect you both. Thank you so that's really much. Cute. She said, okay, so toxic thought. This has been something that's been weighing on my heart for a very long time. And I feel so bad to even think this way. But my friend is clearly in an abusive relationship. And I think it's gotten to the point. I think she's just stupid for staying. Mm-hmm. My, friend met this, um, oh, my friend met this guy at the start of this year. And it got pretty intense straight away. He was doing so many nice and extravagant things for her. But I personally saw straight through him. 
I've definitely been there before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After two months in, she distanced herself from the friendship group and has even deactivated her Instagram. In March, I'd constantly get screenshots from their arguments. He'd say really underlying nasty things like generally she wasn't attractive, but mm. she was caring, so he fell for her. <laughs> Wait, he said that too? To her. Jesus, okay. Um, we had a girl's trip planned and she, he said she couldn't go because she was in a relationship now. So why would she want to go away if she wasn't having sex? Our group isn't even like that. When shit, when shit went wrong, I'd always be the one to support her. Next minute she'd ghost me and go straight back. I can't even count how many times she's flaked on me when we were meant to meet and I'm just beyond frustrated with her. It's just rude. A part of me even thinks she must enjoy the, enjoy the abuse. How can you continuously prioritize your boyfriend, but not the friends you've known for years? Mm-hmm. Ladies, please help me have some compassion. I genuinely care a lot for her, but I do not recognize this person and I just give up on her. <sighs> I mean, I don't even, it sounds toxic. <laughs> I feel really even deflated. But yeah, yeah. I don't think it's toxic. I think it's a reality of being friends with someone who's in a toxic and abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Um, I'm quite glad that we're talking about this because it's a bit of a taboo to say, yes. I'm really pissed off at my friend who's being abused. Mm-hmm. Like That's not something that anyone comfortably comes out and says. Mm-hmm. But I think anyone who's been friends with someone in an abusive relationship has certainly felt Of that course, way. yeah. And um, I think generally, yeah, you don't, you never kind of see the, when the person's a victim, you never consider the people who around them who loves them yeah, very yeah, much and the yeah. frustrations and the disappointment that they also feel. Yeah, yeah. And how it can actually affect their feelings. Yeah, like yeah, I get yeah. why this girl is frustrated and she feels like it's even being rude. Yeah, yeah. Because there's only so much compassion sometimes you can have when it's even affecting you. Mm, Do you know what I mean? And exactly. Let alone feeling dismissed in that friendship. Yeah. So from her, the friend's perspective, she's probably thinking, you know, she's prioritizing her man. What about me? And of course, as we know with life, everybody goes through things. Mm. So to not have your person there for you because they're so caught up in their relationship, yeah, it's given mob, especially them over bitches, yeah, yeah, especially when it's like they. It's one thing to feel like you're being betrayed by your friend or like not prioritized by your friend because mm. of their relationship, but when the relationship is shit, it's like insult, adding insult to injury, yeah, um, because it's like wow, I'm so worthless that like mm. you're you're so much more. In, uh, Concerned with this relationship mm. Despite how crap it is mm. um, I, I think With abusive relationships And like friendships It's in my mind I think there's like A big There needs to be compassion On both ends mm. So I think Obviously The friend who's being abused Is number one priority But it's really important to, For that person To also acknowledge the impact that their abuse, like the pain is not isolated. It's, it's a, it cascades down. Mm. And ulti- like anything, when someone you care about is going through something, even if it doesn't directly affect you, you inherit some of the pain. Of course. So there's that. But then there's also that it's not just an inheritance of pain or something that doesn't concern you. There's things that she is doing mm. that directly affects her friendship. And so it's a hard one because I, I, Obviously, when you're in an abusive relationship, it's going to be really difficult to have compassion for anybody else because it's like, yeah. I'm going through <laughs> yeah. a madness at home. Yeah. How dare you? Like, give me this moment to be the victim mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's even in a situation where the friend who's being abused is aware that they're being abused. Yeah. Which often isn't the case. It's never the case. And I think also, 
I don't know, maybe we should just speak from experience <laughs> between the both of us. So yeah. I think I've mentioned a few times on this pod that I've I've been in an abusive relationship before. Yeah. Um, and that was mainly from when the age of like, I'd say about 15 to about 19. Mm-hmm. So for the course of like four years and Follow was one of my closest friends. Yeah. And I feel like within our friendship, that was kind of hugely affected by the relationship that I was in. Yeah. And I think at that age, well, for me, certainly, I didn't recognize it as abuse. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't maybe, I don't know if my friends did either. You might just thought he was a dickhead and control. Yeah. And yeah, I think it was a bit of both. I think, I think the headline was that he's a dickhead, Mm. but I didn't know he was abusive at the same time. Yeah. 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 Um, And I think, yeah, that really, I think our, our friendship definitely struggled, you know, given the relationship that I had with him. Yeah. Um, And there were times where I literally felt like my head was just about over the water. Yeah. um, Trying to survive each day being in such an intense and abusive relationship. Yeah. And there were times where you might ask me to come out or I might get invited to a holiday or something. And it wasn't as simple for me to be like, yeah, cool, I'll come. It's like I have to go through somebody else yeah, to even yeah. say yes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then sometimes even I'd even feel frustrated with you. Yeah. Or like the friends were asking me to go out because like I can't come out. And now you're putting me in an awkward position. That I have to ask. Yeah. I and I, I want to come. So I'm trying to like convince the person who's abusing me like, oh, let me go. Yeah. Then they make out you to be the bad person. Yeah, yeah. Then sometimes they, they can even twist you and make you, also make you feel like you're bad too. Yeah. Um, it's a horrible experience. Yeah. No, I hear it. Mm-hmm. I I I remember that friction. Um, I think I, it was a lot of mixed feelings back then. Mm-hmm. Back then, in general, we were just a lot less aware of things and like emotionally intelligent. Mm-hmm. So it was. The responsibility did ultimately lie on you. Mm. In my mind, sorry. But at the same time, I think I spent so much time with you that I understood that it wasn't that simple. Mm. So I think, I don't know, I feel like there was a stage in our friendship that I was like, come on, leave him. Mm. But I remember even going through that with you sometimes Mm. where like I would help you leave him. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I'll get you have your stuff and be like, come and stay with me mm. or whatever. I'd, I'd, I think that was the time we got you a new sim. Like we did stuff together. Oh my to god, my sim card. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> we would do stuff yeah. together. Mm. So in that process, I think that was where it allowed me to have a bit more compassion because I could see the difficulty it required. Mm-hmm. But I think when times that maybe you went back, I would be like, oh. <laughs> goodness sake like yeah but yeah it's just interesting seeing the I guess obviously naturally the growth because we were children at Mm. that time um but sometimes in general I don't think that's even just a growth thing when you are witnessing that kind of pain or someone enduring that kind of pain Mm. and you don't have the feelings invested the fear of that person that they have any of anything that whatever it is that's making them say you don't have all of that it's very easy to be like just leave yeah just pick up and even coaching them through like something that i've learned in my older years and even this is above goes above and beyond abuse is you have to allow people 
to go through their waves. Mm-hmm. Like if if your friend is doing a madness with a guy and you don't get it and she's, you know, selling herself short, she's um, devaluing herself or whatever else, she's not going to leave until she's ready to leave. Yeah. So there's no preaching. There's no amount of preaching in the world that you can yep. do. Obviously, that's not to say don't say anything. Mm-hmm. Like still try and advise your friend, but you can't invest your feelings too heavily in the what, what they decide to do with your advice. Yeah. Because it's just not that simple. You're never going to be able to empathize with it in the way that you need to to get it because you're not in it. Yeah. It kind of even feels similar to that, like, I don't know, you might be in a maths class and someone says, oh, follow, what's one plus one? And you're like, um, um, and I'm like, it's two. Too obvious. I can see. So and you're obvious. like, um, um, yeah. and you're struggling. It's like from the outside perspective, it's, it's clear as day. Yeah, like yeah. you have all the answers. Yeah, and yeah. I think also, I think one thing I'm quite passionate about like spreading the message that not every victim of abuse looks the same. Mm. Like growing up, I thought like, you know, Trevor and Mo, Lil Mo from like yeah, EastEnders. Yeah. That was my perception of abuse. Same, yeah. um, I grew up in a very um, abusive household myself. Yeah. So those were kind of my examples. Whereas the experience of abuse that I experienced, it wasn't like that. Yeah. So still to this day, like this current day, I'm like, oh, was it that abusive? Yeah. Was it not? Yeah. I'm still confused. Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah. So I think, one of the most helpful things to do when it comes to abuse is not even maybe label it as an abuse, maybe kind of focus on the, um, uh, how do I pull it? The unhealthy behaviors of the relationship, mm. even from a friendship's perspective. Yeah. Like you can't, I think we live in a world where we all, we love the buzzwords, narcissist, abuse. Yeah. And there's so many, there's such a spectrum of these kind of people. You don't know whether someone's really abusive or not. Because yeah. my my experience of abuse is more emotional and mental. Mm. Whereas, I don't know, people that when I done my victims of, um, when I worked with victims of domestic violence, they were getting like um, stabbed, beaten up, mm-hmm. blow to the floor. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. Hmm, maybe, yeah. maybe I'm not really being abused. Yeah. Maybe we're just having a tiff. And I think for a lot of people, like well, a lot of people, including myself, when you, when you grow up in a household where you don't have an example of a healthy relationship and you're taught that relationships are just complicated and difficult. You don't know what, you don't know what, what you're meant to accept and what yeah, you're not meant to accept. Yeah, yeah. Like this guy, you know, popping up in random locations that I'm at. Is he trying to be thoughtful? Is he yeah, just looking out for me? Yeah. Is that abuse? I genuinely don't know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And there's the love colored goggles as well that you end up wearing because one of the big parts of biggest parts of abuse is that they get into your head. Yeah. So they will convince you that them popping up at a random place is because of how much they care. Like there are men out there who will slap their wife and say, it's because I care so much. This is a display of affection. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And even when I was younger, um, like I remember I've I've grown up around a lot of abuse in my life. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was in uni, I spoke to my friends about like what I like in a relationship. Mm. And I was like, listen, I love arguing. Like <laughs> I love when you argue and then you make up and it's so passionate and da 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 da. And they were like, whoa, <laughs> I hate arguing. <laughs> so I was like, what? You don't like the fire? <laughs> it's like, 
no, no. We like healthy relationships <laughs> But that's what I grew up around like, yeah. I thought that that was what was normal um, So yeah it's a perspective thing as well Of like an abuser will convince you That really toxic behaviours And displays of, of like abuse mm. Are actually displays of love mm. So it's it, People underestimate just how much It's like mind play and that's why I re- I get frustrated with people that don't take emotional abuse seriously. Yeah. Because man, manipulation is a dangerous yeah. thing. Women always say that that's probably the most scarring. Yeah. It's, it's the emotional abuse. Yeah. You know, scars heal, emotional abuse actually doesn't. It doesn't. It, it sticks with you. And it's it your really, head. Yeah. Your mind. It like... literally distorts your views as well. I think yeah. because, abu- because relationships are so complex. So for, for me, for example, like I did not sit at home because I actually lived with the person at one point. I did not sit at home every single day shaking, waiting for him to come home. Mm. Like, I might even say, leave me alone. I might even yeah. shout. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So from other people's perspective, or even his, he might be like, well, you're aggressive towards me. Yeah. You're you're abusing me. You're shouting. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So then that would even distort my views. And I'm like, wait, am I am I aggressive too? Yeah. Um, and yeah. for a lot of women as well, you even, even out of like a protective measure, you actually become abusive. Back, back, yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. I've seen that so many times. 100%. I used to, so yeah, my old job. I've, I used, I went to court with so many women who were actually being abusive. And when you look at the history, it was history of abuse. Mm. Um, did you see the the video of that woman? I think she was about seventy. No, um, and she killed her husband. Oh, the one that killed her husband. Yeah, yeah and she was that. like, I did. Yeah, and she didn't give a heck. She yeah. didn't give a heck. I saw. That's a um, very normal thing that happens. Yeah, yeah, extremely normal. Um, but yeah, it with abuse, it like. It distorts your views. You yeah. don't even know what's right or wrong anymore. Yeah. Cripples your self-esteem. Yeah. Cripples your self-esteem. Like I, I think, so as I said, I was in abuse maybe from like 15 to 19 and I actually went back when I was about 23, 24. Mm. And I know that was like a huge thing for everybody because yeah. like you've been out of it for you years. Escaped, Why are you yeah. going back? So I think the first kind of the abuse that I experienced with this person, they were kind of like hunting me down, threatening me. Mm. I was very, very, um, very afraid he installed mm. a lot of fear into me like I'll, I'll punch you up I'll do this to you whatever then the second time actually because I'd grown within myself mm. I think his main goal was to beat me down mm. so it's more to kind of um he would say oh you're not you're not attractive or he was obsessed with my skin mm. so he's like why are you so spotty or you don't dress well or mm. I'm I've dated um I've dated better looking women than you. Mm. So these are all things to kind of get underneath my skin. Nice. So the first, the first bit of abuse is more like, I love you so much. I'm going to hunt you down. I'm going to do this. Yeah, it felt yeah. quite obsessive. And then the second time felt very dismissive yeah. to the point where it's like, you mean nothing to me. Right. There was even a period where he was like, you know what? You're not good enough for me. I'm going to give you your space to work on yourself and you can come back. I remember this. Yeah. yeah. And in my head, I thought I'm broken. I yeah. remember I went to therapy and I was crying. She was like, Hi, Rikia. I was like, crying, crying, crying. And I was like, she was like, you're in an abusive relationship. And I was like, listen, I'm a a very smart girl. I'm not in an abusive relationship. I'm the problem. And I really need your help to fix me. Wow. Me. Wow. It's crazy. And she was, and obviously she was good at what she she had done. So I thought she thought, okay, let's leave the abuse label alone. Yeah. And let's just work on like, you know, the history of your life and stuff like that. But I genuinely believe that I wasn't good enough for this person um and which is mind-boggling so I it was even little things like I'll get ready to get to go for to work in the morning and he'll be like I'll never work nine to five like you earning nothing (laughs) meanwhile what was he doing 
Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. And, you know, maybe we talk about it a little bit later. I don't have any, I don't feel any way towards that person anymore. But, you know, progress shows, shows up. <laughs> you ain't shit. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm Tuesday. good. Tuesday. Yeah, good, but man. it's not about that. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I think in terms of the, from the friend's perspective, yeah. I think, do you know what one of the main things I would have loved from my friends mm. or they you know some of them did it and some of them didn't was the preaching mm. I think sometimes when you know better from an outside perspective you turn into a bit of a preacher yeah yeah so it's like you you're preaching at me you want me to do better but it feels like you're you're also not understanding me you're not actually rating me as a person yeah and it didn't sometimes it didn't feel like a safe space to speak because yeah. sometimes I feel like if I would have gone back the person would be like, but he done this before. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're kind of triggering me. Yeah, I think that's something that we all need to be better at in general. Mm. It's just like working through the pain with your friends mm. and working through the shit. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, your friend isn't stupid. Like most of our friends, they're not dumb. Mm. They know what they're doing. They're very together. But everyone has their moment mm. of engaging with things they're not supposed to engage with. Yeah. So that's on a simple level where abuse isn't even involved. It's so important to be able to say, right, I don't need to make my mission of this conversation to get you out of your relationship. Mm-hmm. Let me just sit in it with you for a minute. Yeah. And understand what is it that you're experiencing in this current moment. Yeah. Because those baby steps are often far more powerful than the overall big speech that you've got planned. I know that I used to be one of the worst for that. Mm. Like when my friends were engaging in things that I knew wasn't good for them, I would, it's kind of part of my problem was that I would, I take over people's problems as my own. Yeah. So I'd be like, ah, you're so much better than this. Ah, I want you to leave now. Ah, and I would preach and be like, come on, say your value. And leave. want to leave the conversation like, come on doesn't work that way no, it, it, really it really doesn't, doesn't. it's not that simple but i get i just get the frustration um so much i remember even my mom like when i was throughout like kind of my um childhood maybe like more when i was a teenager she was like i loved you guys so much that i left your dad like mm. for the sake of your safety yeah. and i thought bitch what are you talking about man this is what you're meant to do <laughs> like i just feel like well, come on this is yeah. it's obvious like yeah. how of course you would leave somebody who was abusive yeah. towards you and it's only my older years i'm like wow what a strong person mm. like how i i admire you so much for what you had done and yeah of course it was out of the love that you had for your children because this man drove you to the point where you did not feel like yourself and you had no self-esteem mm. so it didn't matter how he treated you Mm. You prioritized us. Yeah. And yeah. I feel so sorry for women who have children with abusive men. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of women, a lot of women actually in a in abusive relationships as well are very um the empaths. Yeah. So if you put yeah. empath with a narcissist, they're enablers. It's a rap, yeah. 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 A lot of it's like I will I have the heart to want to stay with you and I I see the potential that you have. Yeah. Still the problem I have to till today. Yeah. I see potential in everybody. Yeah. Like you yeah. could literally be a murderer. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's work backwards. Yeah. What happened in your childhood? <laughs> Let's solve that. Same, move yeah. forward and you're fine. You deserve to be loved. Yeah. And I will be that person who's always going to show up for you and love you. Yeah. But yeah. at what cost? Exactly. At what cost? Oh. Yeah. I, I find it, this is my toxic thing of Inheriting everybody's problems mm. But I feel so deflated With this type of thing Because I'm like Man I just wish there were a way That we could Put out some kind of Stardust <laughs> To just free people From this kind of situation Because yeah. it's such a horrible Thing to go through And it's so layered Like mm. It is not something That you can 
have one, two conversations about and be done. Like, it's years and years of being beaten down, being convinced of realities that aren't reality. Yeah. Then there's, uh, realistically, something. Uh, there are certain types of people, I think, who end up, are more susceptible to abuse in the first place. Of course. So there's the childhoods that is so hard. Yeah. But this is why I'm glad that this person submitted this talk to you though, because, okay, history has has happened and, and whatever has landed your friend in this situation has gotten her here. Mm-hmm. You are one of the few lifelines that she has. Um, it's so important. And this is not to dismiss like all of the headache that it comes with to be a support system for someone that's going through abuse because that's a big part of this conversation that we still need to get into properly. Mm. But it's really important to just do your bit. Like at the end of the day, you love your friend and that friend that you are, you know, you're preaching for, I mean, you're vouching for saying you guys have been friends for years and he's new. Mm. Clearly, that something's up then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're so good at that. We're so good at being like, how dare she? What the fuck? It doesn't make sense. When it doesn't make sense is when you should be like, oh, Actually, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> something's probably happening yeah. here. Do you know what I mean? We never add that extra layer. Yeah. If it doesn't make sense, something's up. Like, yeah. she's not okay. Yeah, absolutely. And when you speak to a lot of women, um, they know that they're in a like a, a healthy relationship. Like mm-hmm. throughout this, the whole situation, like I, I wasn't too sure whether it was abuse, but it felt wrong because yeah. I felt unsafe. Yeah. I didn't feel like myself. Yeah. I was in tears every single day. There was a period that I used to like have, I think two paracetamols, ibuprofen every single day because mm-hmm. I had a headache. Wow. And I just thought, oh, it's work stressing me out. Yeah. Oh, it's a headache. As soon as I left that relationship, didn't have my headache. headache. Yeah. I had a migraine constantly because what was going on. So you know within yourself that you're you're not okay. Yeah. And I think what a lot of people also don't understand is that victims of dem- domestic violence, whatever, are not stupid. Mm-hmm. I promise you, anybody can be in an abusive relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. Anybody. Yeah. Um, and also, I think it's important to to recognize that. Maybe they do have a plan. Mm-hmm. I I was always going to get out. Mm. I just didn't know how. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think for me, there was definitely a power dynamic because the person was older than me. Mm-hmm. I had a really kind of difficult relationship with my mom. Therefore, I lived with him. Yeah. So if I moved out, where am I going? Yeah. I know I have friends and family, but I don't like, I'm because of my person, I don't want to burden other people. Yeah. You know, I still have pride about me. Yeah. I'm still myself. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think also just having faith in that friend that they're going to do the right thing eventually. Yeah. And it's not on your time scale as well. Mm-hmm. Although, as frust- yeah, although as frustrating as it is, um, and you see, it kind of even feels like you're even watching your friend self-harm. Mm. So to see them just going around in circles, like I've definitely been there with friends where it's like, I'm waking up to loads of screenshots and it's like, I'll help you for now. But tomorrow, yeah, you know you're going to go back. And yeah. it kind of even feels like it's spitting in my eye a little bit. It's yeah. like all my hard work for what? For nothing. Yeah. <laughs> for you to just randomly be like, we're good now. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, all right, cool. And then what, you're going to just use me again? Yeah. Um, And it's frustrating as well because as the friend, you also have problems as well. Mm. You, you go through stuff and where is that friend that's meant to show up for you? And it very much feels like a one-sided relationship. But you know, something as we always advise is like communicating that. Because mm. I don't think, obviously we were too young, but yeah. if in our adult years, if, God forbid, you went through what you went through again. Mm. I would 100% sit you down and be like, Rukia, this is the effect that it has on me mm. and our friendship. And 
while I know that, you know, in that current moment, it's probably just going to make you feel like, oh, I can't get anything right. Yeah. It is important for you to know that, to yeah. be aware of the impact. Because something that I think um, people do to people in abusive relationships, yeah, is that they don't look at the bigger picture. People see it as, oh, she's here, she's, and she's been here. He cheated three times, she's never leaving. <laughs> yeah. And they just cast yeah. you away. Yeah. They cast you aside and say, she's a write-off. Yeah. It is a journey. Like, there is a process that people go through. Any victim of DV that you speak to, mm. it will, it's a story. It's, it's not a, a one-page book. Yeah. It's, it's a very... It's similar to the, the cycle grief that we discussed yeah. before. And like, you... So, on average, it takes um, a woman in an abusive relationship seven times exactly. to leave. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And people dismiss that mm. and get frustrated. And it's like... Sorry. <coughs> you right, girl? <laughs> Just my old friend you need a drink? Back for a visit <laughs> But yeah um, It's so important to acknowledge That journey element to it Because I think Okay so The example I gave of like You should communicate That can be like a triggering point In the journey mm. Do you know what I mean? So mm. while it might not end Perfectly Straight after the conversation It's all fixed Allow that to marinate And for the process that Whatever, whatever process it triggers To happen mm. That hopefully Forms a part of the story of her leaving. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Be bigger picture about it. That's actually really true. And it makes that point actually makes me think about on the flip side as well. For even so the friend should communicate about how that's affecting her. Yeah. But then it's also important for that friend in the abusive relationship to also communicate as well because they're aware that they're being flaky with that friend. Yeah. So maybe, maybe if the friend's like, look, I'm in an unhealthy relationship at the moment. I know this. Please trust my journey. I understand that it affects you. This is what I can give you. This yeah. is as much as I can give you at this point. Yeah. I think even for me, when I was in the abusive relationship, I was kind of okay texting and stuff. Mm. Still be a bit flaky, but meeting up just wasn't possible. Okay. So maybe yeah. if the friend just explained, I'm going through a difficult time. It's too difficult for me to meet up with you at the moment. And I know I'm being flaky, so I'd rather not commit to yeah. any link ups, yeah. but we can message. Yeah. And I'm really sorry, yeah. but this yeah. is all I can give. So there's no expectations. And I think even knowing my personality, I hate letting people down. Mm. I hate it. So I'm the type to be like, yeah, yeah, I'll come. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I know if, when I was in the abusive relationship, I knew that that party, that's probably a bit of a myth. Yeah. Mm, that is a bit difficult for me. Yeah. And even when I, even when I actually go to those kind of events, I'm not enjoying myself because my my head is in different space. Somewhere else, Do you yeah. remember my birthday follow when um so we went to remember Thai Silk <laughs> in <Absolutely>. Greenwich? <laughs> <laughs> went to Thai uh, Silk in Greenwich. Oh that my was god! The spot at one Throw point. Back. When I look at myself in those pictures, like first of all, I just want to give myself a big hug Aww. and just tell myself that one day you're gonna be fine. Yeah. Like, and I I promise you'll get through this. Um, yeah, he. He wanted me to do his CV, which is very interesting. Like on your birthday. Considering I work nine to five and earn nothing. Literally. But um, he was calling me, calling me, calling me, calling me. So imagine everybody's like dancing away on the dance floor. And I'm just seeing a call, another call, another call, another call. Good. And bear in mind, this is also someone I have to go back home to. Yeah. So I'm like... You can't even air him for the night. Like, it's getting peak. Come and obviously, I don't go out that much. So my friends are like, oh, she's out. Yeah. We're trying to engage. Do you know what I mean? And I can't. Mentally, I'm just not. I'm not myself. Yeah. I'm not myself. And because I'm not stupid and I'm aware, I know my friends also know that. I'm aware that you guys don't think I'm myself either. Yeah. So the best awkward. thing to do is just to ghost. Yeah. So that's why I didn't. Yeah, I, I literally got rid of my phone. I had no phone for a period. Wow. Because it was overwhelming. I remember you and Fiona messaged me on Facebook to go out. 
Oh, do you remember? remember he was show. like, oh, let's take you out for your birthday. I was thinking, oh my God, this is like, I can't do this right oh, now. Like, wow. it's not something I can do because... I don't feel comfortable. I don't want you guys to ask me any questions. Yeah. I remember, I think I even said, oh, should we do cinema? Because you didn't want to see In my it. head, I thought, yeah, cinema is fine because wow. nobody will ask me any questions. The avoidance. And I think, yeah, and I, I very much felt like judged by people because mm. what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, this is not me. If, obviously, you guys probably know me to a certain extent now. Like, I'm fun. I yeah. like to go out. Yeah. You know, I'm very caring. Like, so I don't, it's obvious that something's not right. Yeah, I don't just pour into one cup. I'm not yeah. very like, obviously... When I'm in a relationship, I very much like love that person and stuff. But I'm not like me, my man against the world. Yeah, like all, I have no. friends, I have yeah. a life. But that relationship sucked me so in so much from even just such a young age that it was difficult to see beyond that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It just felt like there, there was no hope, and there was definitely like um a protective measure as well. Not growing up with a dad mm. for most of my life. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's like there was even there was even a part of me that actually enjoyed the guidance. And the point, like, where he's like, oh, you're not going there. Okay. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, someone actually someone cares, cares if to. I don't. Because my mum was very, my mum was very lax. Mm. So I never, <coughs> I wasn't like a wayward child or anything. But yeah. I, I don't really have a curfew. Mm. I can do what I kind of like to a certain extent. Um, but ha- being told that, oh, you're not going there because that's not safe. Or don't go there. Like, Protectiveness, it feels good. It feels yeah. nice. Yeah. It genuinely feels nice. And I definitely fed into that. One thousand percent. Yeah. Do you think it's like it, it would be ma- bad to cut off a friend that is going through abuse and it's been a long time and like it's just gotten to the point that you know that friend has lost hope and the friendship has become very one sided and like it it just feels like a bit of a dead end. Um, I think it's sad. Yeah. But I also think sometimes it's necessary. Yeah. Um, because if you if you kind of get into a point where you're frustrated and you're preaching and you know you're going around in circles and you feel quite resentful, that person that victim will pick it up. Yeah. Um, and then ultimately you become gonna become a bad friend. Yeah. yeah. So I think you know sometimes you you love people you you have to love people from a distance. Yeah. And yeah. I think you know sorry <laughs> that um. That's important sometimes. Yeah. Like I, I had friendships where they kind of deteriorated a little bit. Mm. Um, and I don't feel any resentment towards those people at all. Yeah. Obviously, maybe it's because of my personality, but I understand that when you care about someone, it's it's so frustrating to see them go around and circles, yeah. In circles. Um, and especially again, if if it's if if it's affecting you, mm. um what is that friendship at that current moment, you know? Should every friend go through, you know, the whirlwind of emotions with that person continuously? Maybe, yeah, maybe. Is that that person's role? Is that person a support worker? Yeah. yeah. Um, and there are, I know, it's I, I really struggle from from someone who's been in an abusive relationship and somebody who has worked with victims of domestic violence for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I sometimes I struggle to say there's help out there. Yeah. And there's certain, I promise you, there's help out there and there's support. Um. But I think given certain types of personalities, I don't know. I understand why some people don't reach out to services. I When I was currently, when, it's funny, it's a really funny story actually. So when I was about 21, I was in an abusive relationship again. Mm-hmm. And there's this thing that we do if you're like a support worker, you work with victims of domestic violence called the um, 
a dash. It's like a risk assessment. Okay. And it's ba- if you, I think there's about 25 questions. And if you oh, answer more than 18, thing. right, saying yes, you're high risk. Yeah. So I remember speaking to some women like during the week and they were telling me their stories about the, the abusive traits that they was experiencing with their partners. When I was speaking, I was like, this feels like me. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, surely not. Like, yeah. I'm not not a victim. Like, mm. that's not who I am. Um, so I just, one day, one day on my lunch break, I was like, let me just quickly do the assessment myself. Mm. I was high risk. Mad. Like, I'd been, there was threats to kill. Mad. There was like isolation from friends and family. Wow. There was all these questions that were answering like, yes, 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 this is me. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. But I, me being who I am, would have never reached out to a service. Mm. Just not. It's just something that I just wouldn't do. Yeah. And I think it's it's fantastic that we live in a, a day and age where there's there's resources accessible to people. Mm-hmm. So there might even be loads of listeners today who are in an abusive relationship or just yeah. an unhealthy relationship and they can listen to this conversation and maybe feel seen. Yeah. I think that's all I all I wanted to in that moment. I just wanted to be seen. Yeah. And I wanted to be related to. Um I'm not someone, I don't like leaflets. Don't want to, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I don't need to know what physical abuse is, financial abuse is. Like, I'm not stupid. Yeah, I'm, is you're educated. I'm educated. Like, I understand, but I don't want to read a leaflet. What am I going to give this to my partner and be like, you're abusive. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think there's like, there's certain types of abuse that it's like, it's it's about self-sighing. Yeah. And feeling seen can help you to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, 1,000%. Yeah. But um, I do always advocate for you to reach out to people yeah. um, and services because they're very helpful. And, you know, if you don't trust some of your family members or friends to ever support you, there are loads of services out there which I'm very willing to, like, help people with. Mm. Um, but, yeah, given my personality, I just feel like I'm not, I wouldn't reach out to somebody and say that I'm in an abusive relationship. Yeah. Because yeah. there's so much, do you know what? There's so much attachments to that. There's like, there's shame. It's also quite embarrassing. Mm. I think even, I was going through a period in my life where, I think maybe about like 25, 26, 27, 27 kind of stretching it. I was happy to talk about it. So I was like, this is what's happened to me. I feel free. I feel mm. liberated telling my story. And I think in my older age, I don't like talking about it anymore. Yeah. Because it kind of feels like, Guys, I genuinely, I don't feel like it's that an person. Old version of it's an old yeah. version of me. And I feel like the more I push this this narrative of, oh, I was in an abusive relationship. You're embodying it. Yeah, like, people yeah. will see me as a victim. And yeah. then you're more, I just feel like I'm more likely to attract abusive men. Yeah. Because they see me as weak. And that is not, you know, I'm Rakia before I was ever a victim of a domestic exactly, violence. Yeah. And I will always be that way. Like, yeah. I, I know myself. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of women, yes, it feels like that is attached to them. Mm. And to even feel like a victim it's horrible no one wants to be a victim even the term dv is like damn like oh not dv sorry victim victim yeah yeah it's it's not a good label to hold yeah you wouldn't want to i know people they they kind of switched around to survivor of 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 abuse as well which Mm. i think is a beautiful concept but even then it's like it feels like you survived you're you're over it you're strong and as much as i feel like at this current moment like i don't fear that person anymore i saw that person last year i felt absolutely nothing yeah there was a period where I would go from uni and come back um, to the area that I was, that he lived in. That as soon as I'll get to about Highbury and Islington, I'll start shaking because mm. I'm living in fear of seeing yeah. that person. I did not feel that way at all anymore. Definitely and I genuinely, I think because of educating myself, I just feel a bit sorry for them, actually. Mm. It's like, wow, like you felt so, you, f- you think so little of yourself that, that you, had to, you have to, do, yeah, yeah, you had to 
project that onto me and make me feel sad. And Mm. I genuinely, I'm at peace with that. Mm. Um, But I think for anybody listening at the moment who is in an abusive relationship, don't try and understand that person. Yeah. Just put safety first. Absolutely. I think that's all. If if you're not going to call 999, have a plan. Yeah. And I think a plan is always important. So for me, I... It's quite cute actually. I used to fantasize about the things I would do if I wasn't in that relationship. Aww. Like, what did that look like? Like, I used to do my hair all the time. Mm. I stopped doing my hair. Mm. Like, what hairstyles would I be getting? Like, wow. who am I outside of this relationship? Yeah. And what would what would every day look like to me? You know, I wouldn't be stressed. I wouldn't have a headache. Mm. I would, you know, travel the world, maybe. As sad as that is, it's it's a helpful way to it's good that you thought that way because mm. it's like you were imagining a life past, past yeah and a lot of people can't do yeah. that they just think that that's the only option they have yeah have to sit there were very much so like there was days where i'm literally just drowning and i'm i'm so depressed that like i'm walking but i'm not myself mm. it's like an external it's everybody gets an extended version of myself like yeah. i'm interacting with you but i'm dead behind the eyes yeah and i'm not yeah. I'm not present in yeah. any way because when when someone strips you of your self-esteem who are you mm, who are you yeah you know i wouldn't it would it's only from the age of like what 23 that i would even wear like have my arms out mm. <laughs> it's probably been a journey it's yeah. been such a journey and i'm just so so thankful for like the friends and family that i've had like my mom as well she's been very supportive and i know that's obviously very triggering for her as well mm. um even mending that relationship with her has been a beautiful thing because maybe understanding her makes me love myself more. Yeah. And yeah. it helps me kind of show up. I think I was so resentful of her for a lot of my life that I didn't, I thought little of myself because I came from her. Mm-hmm. So how of can course. I like myself if I don't yeah. like her? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Sense. So, and I think he definitely used that as an opportunity between him and my, and my relationship with my mum to insert himself mm. and isolate me further. Right. Um, and where I didn't have you know, the most maternal mother in the world, I kind of felt like, whoa, the most love I'm getting is from here. So I might as well stick with it. <laughs> I might yeah. as well stick, might as well get something. Mm. You know, even if it is contracted to be temperamental sometimes, yeah. it it just is that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I think it's just, I, I hope that people, there's people listening to this and feeling like a bit of hope, mm. feeling seen, mm. as you said. Because I think feeling seen is just one of the most powerful things when it comes to this type of stuff. Yeah. Um, like I even I remember there was a guy, there was a guy that I dated quite briefly who was one million percent abusive. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't last long, but it was so explosive. And I I know a big part of the reason that I was able to leave that situation is because I'd seen your <laughs> genuinely. <laughs> no, genuinely, because it was like all of the flags, I could see it mm-hmm. and I could see even your response to it. It was it, it was one of those that was like, we don't need to talk <laughs> about this. I know that this is mad yeah. and I will get out of here. But I think my exit was fast mm-hmm. track definitely because mm-hmm. I had you as inspo in a sense. <laughs> like definitely. <laughs> so I'm very like glad that we're talking about this now even because mm. I hope that people can someone else can it's like passing it on do you know what I mean yeah can feel that in some way oh Rukia oh, <laughs> sad oh. don't cry oh god oh you're right yeah what's making you sad I don't know it's just it's like 
Um, how did I define it? I think sometimes when you, when you experience things like that, you feel like the weakest person on earth. Mm. Um, and for someone to see you as strong and even an inspiration, it's like, wow, like, it means a lot to me. Oh, yeah. Because, um, yeah, yes. like, throughout that whole journey, like, I just, yeah. I'm glad you said that, Smith, because that's one of the things that I wanted to address. Like, mm. this stigma of weakness when it comes to being yeah. a victim of abuse, that is one of the most ridiculous things. <laughs> You could think Like It is not about strength As you said earlier Anyone Can fall victim To abuse Yeah Like me I'm seen as a very Strong (laughs) person Whatever For a lot of people Yeah And I was I was in it (laughs) Like I remember feeling like So Like concerned about you At some points as well I think It was more like When he kept on calling one day And Sometimes I think I my back is up, but immediately I'm like, oh my gosh, I know what this feels like. Yeah. Get out, get out. Like, yeah, yeah. And I remember you going to the room answering the calls and I was like, oh my God, please, no. Yeah. But I think, obviously experiencing that, you you have to answer the call because sometimes it just gets worse. Yeah, um, yeah. And I know there's more, there's repercussions, like me maybe being a bit funny with you or disappointed with you. You know, you'd rather take that L than having that person be explosive. And I yeah. think, remember as well, friendships are very much different from Romantic, romantic and intimate relationships yeah. like there's only so much that friends can do you know friends are a support system and i love my friends to bits mm-hmm. but you know when you think of a partner you're thinking of your future yeah you know you're thinking of the children that's your personal person that's your like, personal person yeah. yeah and like when you think about sometimes the power dynamic that a lot of like for me <laughs> if there's any benefit from him he was bum <laughs> <laughs> so in terms of uh, like security and stuff you know even when i was younger i might have thought oh my god He's going to be amazing one day. He's yeah. going to be like a millionaire. Um, but <laughs> for those women currently in this present moment who are in relationships with men who have a sense of power, mm. who might have a fantastic job, Imagine. who have, who's present security in many ways, yeah. when you're trying to do better by yourself and for your children as well, like when you have children with somebody, imagine you're in a relationship that's not great. It's unhealthy slash abusive or whatever. You might have two kids with that person. Mm. Um, your families are entwined mm. with each other. Um, he he brings in most of the money, yeah. you know, and he, and I think, sorry, one, I'm just side note as well. If if that man is an abusive husband, he's an abusive father as well. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of women don't recognize that. Yeah. A lot 100%, of women, because yeah. my mom literally, I think, God bless that woman and I love her so much. I think it confused me sometimes because growing up, she would be like, your dad's not, because my mom would, my mom's never said anything bad about my dad, mm. which has been kind of helpful in terms of maybe the relationship. But she used to say, he's just unwell. Mm. Now I'm old age, I'm like, okay, he's abusive, mm-hmm. but he loves you very much. Mm. So it's like, okay, he's a good father who loves me, but is bad to my mom. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. You know, and I think maybe I grew up thinking, okay, cool. Like you can separate the two. Mm-hmm. You cannot, yeah, especially yeah. when it comes. To, I know sometimes people do that with artists and like, oh, I like the music. You can't but, you separate. Know. But when it comes to like fatherhood and and you know, especially when you're all living in the same household, that is never. You be witness that, that and it's yeah. it's so it take it has such an effect on the children. Yeah, for the for the worse, of course. Like, and I know yeah. it's I know it's hard. Like in this day and age, where you know, if the person's doing extravagant things for that person, that's on social media. Yeah. Everyone has yeah. a, a grand perception of your relationship and they think it's great. Yeah. And, you know, when a relationship splits up, everyone's looking at you like, raw. Mm. 
mm-hmm. what what mm-hmm. happens, yeah. you know, and it, to to. it's the woman, especially if you're married and, and older as well. It's the woman. It's like, oh, poor thing. Yeah, do you know what she's I mean? The, she's the victim. Oh God, yeah. Um, it's awful, but I promise. There's on the other side of all this continuous heartbreak because heartbreak in itself is horrible. Mm-hmm. But to experience that for someone to kind of love you and break your heart at the same time, it's just and it's, love you and cause you pain. Yeah. And, yeah but on the other side like it's a lot of work and i think as i said before like i'm i'm good mm. but if i'm crying clearly i'm triggered and so, this will live in me forever yeah um but it just doesn't define you. it doesn't define yeah. me and i think also maintaining like boundaries and kind of like um how do i explain i feel like i'm not explaining myself properly but kind of knowing better yeah helps um how do i explain so i think sometimes perfect example so I might be dating a guy and he might do something he could like punch a wall mm. in anger and I'm mm. like he is abusive mm. I'm out yeah do you know what I mean it might not be the best example I'm sorry guys this is not a good example on a DV <laughs> episode run if he punches a wall if he's punching a wall alright cool like... let, me, let, me, let, me, let me change it <laughs> okay perfect example so I was seeing a guy years and years ago and he was angry and he threw his phone on the floor. Okay. And I was like, I can't be with you, you know? Yeah. Because that really shook me up. I'm mm. like, can't do it. Mm. <sighs> I don't think he was abusive in the slightest. Yeah. It doesn't mean he's an abuser. Yeah. I yeah. don't think he was an abuser. Um, it's but, a bad display of anger, but it doesn't mean he's abusive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But for me, at the time, I just couldn't. Mm. I was like, yeah. abuse, yeah. abuse, abuse. Yeah. Run, run, run. Um, so, But in my older age, I tried to put things into perspective a little bit more. It's like, what has that person done? You know, even the throwing the throw might be a red flag at the start or mm. just a warning sign, but follow and maybe follow your gut a little bit more yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, even given the profile of this person that I was with before, now in my older age, I'm like, oh wow, he's abusive from the start. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Soak up all the resources that you can get. I think which yeah, is the good. resources one is it's a hard one because I get it. Most people aren't going to want to reach out to a stranger. I think, and I think that's fine. I actually think that those things, well, in my position, mm. let me say it's from my perspective, sorry, are better suited to people who are properly like, they don't have anyone to turn to yeah. kind of thing. Like yeah. it's, it's like, a, it's like calling an ambulance. Do you mm. know what I mean? Mm. That's how I see it. And I think it's okay for that not to be everybody's route. Like sometimes you might just want to go to the GP. Yeah. Sometimes you want, might want a therapist. Sometimes you might go to a walking clinic. Something like, and and that's okay. Yeah. Um, because I think that sometimes can make it daunting as well. Like in my situation, for example, if you told me follow the resources, I'd be like, yeah, I hear man. What the hell? Here's <laughs> a leaflet. Hell, literally, what the hell is that? Yeah. But it was much more helpful for me to talk to my friends. Yeah. To, to just research yeah. and, and and educate myself about it so yeah there's no right or wrong way to go yeah, about it isn't. and the the services like i personally thought i was an amazing support worker at the yeah, time yeah um yeah i thought like i was very relatable i think i was very much like i sat i think for me because i experienced what i experienced i, I sat in the pain with a, a lot of the women mm. and just kind of like you know if if she was like oh he hit me yesterday i'm like okay cool like how moving forward what can we do? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Rather than like, all right, you need to leave now. Yeah. You know, I'm calling social services on yeah. you because this is obviously it's complex when you kind of get to that stage. Um, but the word support is key. It's like support. That's a, that's yeah, an yeah, actual yeah. Support yeah. system. And even I think evidence is a huge thing that's very helpful. Mm. 
just from my perspective, a work perspective, like if you if you are going through abuse and you don't necessarily want to like um like call the police or something, even if you have a support worker who can kind of log these things for you. Mm. Because if it ever gets to the extent where you're going to court, there's evidence of it. Yeah. And I think a lot what happens with a lot of victims of an abuse, there's no evidence whatsoever. Yeah. And it breaks my heart that we live in a place like this where it's like it kind of feels like Services that are meant to help you just want to disprove your story and just, you know, close the case. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that happens when you go to housing, when you go to the police, when it gets to like, um, when you end up going to court. But having that evidence is really important. So even if it's like pictures and, and text mm. messages and stuff, keep it all. And I, and I struggle with that. She's like, I don't want this on my phone. Like, mm. I'm deleting, deleting it. But I, I did take screenshots and stuff like that in case I ever wanted to report. I don't mm. think I personally would. Um. If I'm being real, the option, yeah. yeah, but just giving yourself the option to to report these things is very important. Yeah, um, I just in, just to encourage like the person who submitted this and anyone who's in a similar position, maybe use this episode as a tool to help mm. you have the conversation with your friend because mm. ultimately this is an episode for the abused now, yeah, as opposed to the is. friend, yeah, and I think that's fine, um, and I think it's still helpful as hell as a friend to understand these things, yeah. Um, like having that insight into what your friend might be experiencing, how she might mm-hmm. be feeling, and hopefully a takeaway for you is that it's not personal. Absolutely, <laughs> it's not personal. like it's never personal. I think understanding always heals pain. Exactly. You know, if I, if I walked in and just like just cr- cut my eye at you, yeah, I'd be like what the fuck, yeah, yeah. And if I'm like, oh, follow yesterday, you done this, you done this to me, and I've just had a really bad journey on the way, like. Oh, I've got a bit of understanding a bit of, a now. Bit of context, yeah. you know, yeah. a little, a little bit of compassion. Yeah, but um, I do get from the friend's perspective sometimes, you know, if you're not getting any of that, you just assume. Yeah, like you and literally just assume. That. And yeah. another thing, actually, that I was gonna say, that is so important to not do as a friend mm. who's trying to support someone who's being abused or, or going through this kind of thing. Don't look down on your friend, mm. like. Don't make yourself feel better or like, you know, because a lot, I think this happens a lot, yeah, where a lot of people are actually having a shit time dating. Mm -hmm. And like all things, they look at someone else and they're like, well, at least mine's not that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Because you ain't shit (laughs) for doing (laughs) that. No one's, yeah. No one is, no one is better than anybody else. And, and that shows when you have that kind of mentality towards mm. someone who's going through this, it shows. Mm. So when you're giving your advice and your speeches to your friend, it's going to show. So definitely try and like get to the root of how you truly feel about it and make sure that there's no element of feeling better than them lurking around in there mm. because it's it's not going to help. It's not going to help you achieve yeah. your end goal of, yeah. of actually trying to help your friend out of that relationship. Yeah. That's true, actually, because it's it's so easy to just... Everybody has main character syndrome. Exactly. So everybody uses exactly. themselves as an example. So even when I'm talking to my friend who's been in a relationship, like, look, listen, when I was in this, yeah. this is what I'd done. Yeah. And maybe my history is different from that person. Yeah, so... Yeah. They might be more vulnerable. They might, that might not be the applicable to them. Yeah, yeah. But you're just so focused on give, doing what you've done and trying yeah. to give that that advice. Again, all coming from a fantastic place, but it actually might just not be helpful. Yeah, you need yeah. to really take a step back and just go on that journey with that person. And also, what I would say as well, like, don't focus on that man being an op. Mm. It doesn't help Because remember She's deeply in love With that person Or deeply bonded to Yep So if yeah. you make them The enemy Her loyalty's lie with him Yeah 
psychologically. Yeah. So it's not helpful She's not to gonna, make enemy. Turn, trying to turn her against him isn't going to work. Yeah. Like she she lives with him mm. and she she loves him. Yeah. It, no matter how horrible he is, she loves him. Yeah. So yeah, you can chat shit about him to, to yourself, but don't be doing <laughs> that to her because honestly, it's not going to help. Yeah. You can speak about his actions and say that's not love. Like mm. that's not a good way to show love to you. That's not fair to you. But don't. Don't be doing that. He's such a dick. <laughs> it's not going to land. If anything, it's going to push her further away from you. Of course. Because ultimately, like you said, that's who her loyalty lies with. Mm. Um, the layers to abuse are not to be trivialized. They're not. No. So as wild as the concept is that she loves him to you, it very much remains the fact. So you just don't try and, and lose your mind trying to understand it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you won't. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, no, it's an interesting one. But I think, yeah, an important thing to take away is just if you're in that, if if you're not in an abusive relationship, that's fine. But you know when it's unhealthy and you, you know when you're not yourself. Yeah. I think that's the biggest one. Because again, abuse is so, so confusing. Yeah. And I think in this day and age, there's so much like things going around on Instagram about like narcissists and like abusers and stuff. Yeah. It's like, is everybody an abuser? Do you know like, what? That's actually such an interesting point. Because something that I also thought of was like, from the abuser's perspective, because there's very, like, grey, mid-level abusers. Mm. A lot of them walking, lurking around out there. Yeah. Covered in, I'm just flawed. <laughs> oh, he's not perfect. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not, the, the term abuse would never become a part of that conversation, but it is a form of abuse. Absolutely. Like, it's a spectrum. It's a massive spectrum. And a lot of people are on it. Mm. Um. So, yeah, something I'm, I'm, like, not struggling with, but trying to work through in my mind still is, like, where does the empathy begin and end? Because mm. so I think there are loads of people who are like, oh, let me think of an example. Um, like people who are mildly, I don't say manipulative. That's not a good example. Um, I don't know. Okay, so let's say a guy who's like not very complimentary. Okay, and that's because he grew up in a cold household where they didn't say complimentary things. They didn't say "I love you." They didn't say "You look good" mm. or whatever. But he does say when you don't. Okay, because that's the house that he grew up in. Yeah, it's like really tilting on the edge of like that's quite abusive, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it's also not blatantly. Abusive It's one of those That it could just be like Oh he's not bringing Like he's flawed Yeah Like I don't know Where to place my yeah. empathy With that kind of thing I know thing. what you mean Because it's 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 incredibly Confusing yeah. as well and I think That's a lot of That I experienced In my relationship as well Because it's like He'll big me He'll be like You got a nice figure But you dress so badly for it mm. And it's like Okay Yeah Now I can't dress I don't even have the You've You've stripped my, myself you stripped my confidence away To even yeah. try and dress myself Yeah but I do have a good body apparently, but I can't. But I can't dress for it. So yeah, which, which and it's like, it? yeah. are they just trying? Is he trying to help me, or is he trying to put me down? Yeah, yeah. don't know. Yeah, you genuinely don't know. I I know what you mean as well. It's like, how much one. how much patience or compassion or yeah. understanding should you Does have? One show of that. Yeah. Do, do you know what I think? With those kind of examples, I think a conversation is kind of needed, mm. and it's like not maybe not be like I think you're abusive because this is what you do. But if you say to your partner, I don't like when you do that, it makes me feel this way and just see how they react Yeah, moving forward. Yeah, because that's true. It's, it's about like self-correction and like how willing they are to do that. Because mm. I think that's the difference between someone who's abusive and who someone who's flawed. Yeah. Is 
hearing that some if you're not abusive would hopefully be like, oh my yeah. God, yeah. you're right. That's really mad that I say that. Do you know what? Here's the explanation. I grew up in this kind of house yeah. and I didn't realize, but of course my intention would never be to put you, but an abuser would be like, I'm saying the truth. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just being honest. Yeah. That's a really good example for that actually. Yeah. Because yeah, there there's so much blurred lines mm-hmm. and I think that's what distorts you. Even to this day, as I said before, sometimes I'm like, was it that deep? Yeah. Was it not? Like, yeah. am I just oh, kind of... It was, but yeah. It was, yeah. but like, I'm exaggerating. I'm like, am I exaggerating my head? I'm like, but, but no. But it's because some of them are yeah. examples like this. Do you know yeah. what also happens with abuse as well? And I think, I I think this is, this is affecting me. Sometimes I can't work out. Like my, genuinely, I'm not joking. You can probably vouch for this. When people do me wrong, I forget. Because mm. I'm like, Wait, did that really happen or not? Yeah. Like even when someone might be like, you're a fucking bitch. And I know in the moment I'm like, right, you call me a bitch <laughs> on like Friday. And then Sunday I'm like, did they say that or not? Yeah. Like I genuinely, I don't remember. Yeah. And I get confused. Remember, I'm even bad yeah, with gossip no, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. With bad things, I'm like, wait a minute. I don't think I heard that properly. Like, <laughs> you want to give everybody the benefit of the benefit doubt. Benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But I think it's also like a psychological thing where I forget. Mm. So I'm like, it, uh, yeah, I'm so... Focus on maybe seeing the best in people sometimes. Mm. Yeah, as you said, but like also not registering bad things. Yeah. It's strange. That's interesting. I need therapy. And no, like... I, was, I was about to just do some mad free therapy Psych- on you. <laughs> Unqualified therapy on you. Psychiatrist stuff. Interesting. My take is I'm just on my <laughs> No unqualified. It might me. be my character. It might just be because of the abusive experience. <coughs> it could be loads of Yeah, things, but yeah. I've noticed it's a trait that I have and I'm like, wait a minute. That yeah. did happen. I'm yeah. like, did it really? Yeah. I don't remember. Genuinely don't remember. Interesting. Yeah. But you know, um, I do think memory loss is one of the um, signs of abuse. It like, is. Or yeah, side yeah, yeah. effects, sorry, of abuse. Yeah, it is. Because I've seen that before. Um, yeah, like, just certain things would be like, that happened. And it's obviously just like trauma, isn't it? Yeah. A lot of traumatic experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PTSD, that's one of the, the side effects you forget. You forget. Um. So it, it could be. Mm. It really could be. Thanks, Bella. Sorry. <laughs> I, I said I'm not going to give you my unqualified tip <laughs> and I gave it anyway. <laughs> that wasn't the original yeah. one that I thought of. I thought for nothing. Oh, okay. No, let, let's Sorry, do yeah. that. Let's part that one. Yeah. It's like ruin people's lives. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, but no, yeah. Um, to the friend, I hope this has helped you, like I said before, um, mm. to just see into peak, sorry, should I say, into the world of your friend. Have a bit of empathy, not a bit, a lot of empathy. Mm. Um, going through abuse is not easy. Yeah. It's really bloody not. And that's not to dismiss what it's meaning for you and the impact that it's having on your life. Mm. Um, but I think just in, it's not, it's not, none of this is to say that your feelings are valid, but in having your feelings, it's important to acknowledge these things. Um mm. And hopefully that can help to guide your approach with your friend and I guess steer you away from being angry about it to being like more willing to have a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like, yeah, I don't think it's something you should sweep under the rug. I think it's like, this is a big thing as somebody who's experienced it. I know the feelings that it came with as a friend mm-hmm. to go through that and not feel like you're able to say anything as well because you're not the victim. Mm. But it does work in everybody's favor for you to say it because it's not a selfish thing that you're trying to push. You're trying to make your friend better so that your relationship can be better, which is great for everybody. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I hope maybe this can be a tool that you can use. Like, send it to your friend, literally, and just say, yeah. I thought of you. Yeah. And I hope I'm not overstepping. Like, 
obviously give it all the decoration it needs so that mm. it lands delicately. Mm. But even, like I said before, even if it doesn't land in a way that your friend immediately replies like, oh my God, thank you so much. It might not, it probably will sting. Yeah. But allow it to be a part of the journey. Mm. And that's okay if it mm. triggers something in her, yeah. as long as it's a positive thing. In She'll the never end. forget as well. She won't. She'll never not. forget. Um, but yeah, and like if you are a victim of like abuse or if you don't recognize that at the moment and you feel like you're in an unhealthy relationship, I pray, I, we're praying for you yeah, so hard. And I promise, like, I can't express how much of, there will be a day where you will feel free. Yeah. Um, and I think, again, fantasize about the days that you're not in this abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. Who are you outside of that relationship? Mm-hmm. What do you do? What do you wear? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you look like? Yeah. Um, the day will come for you. I think one step at a time, even if you have to relapse five times, there's two more times statistically, apparently, mm. meant to go. Mm. You know, you might not even need seven times. You might yeah, need three times. Yeah, um, yeah. And remember, relapsing comes in different waves as well. So it might be that you've contacted each other again. It doesn't mean you have to go back to that whole relationship. Yeah, yeah. You know, you might have, if you have children together, maybe you've made contact because your child's done very well at school. Yeah. There might be a relapse because, you know, you've gone to the shop and you've seen this favorite chocolate that person likes mm. and then you've, Convince your mind that he's better again Or yeah. he, she, sorry I know we've really focused on men being men, abusive yeah. today But it is what it is for this today is the, This sorry. is what we can speak on um, I don't know about the other Yeah, side. like Just trust yourself I think sometimes when that person strips away your self-esteem You don't know who you are yeah. There's even And I know So one of the signs of abuse as well Even the after effects Is that you think in that person's voice Ugh, yep. That's happened to yep. me before Same. So even years after the relationship that I was in I would speak of myself negatively and I'd actually hear his voice in my head. It's okay. That voice will stay there for a while. And I promise one day your voice is coming back. It will die and you'll literally breathe life into yourself again. So reach out to services. um, Listen to this if, Mm. if needs be. Do your own research. I'm not saying that. For me, as I said before, I think I didn't feel comfortable reaching out to services. I've been in, I've worked in those services and they've helped a lot of women. So things... Things work for different people. But mm. even if it's like down to you reading a book or, you know, if you can't read a book because you're in that person's presence, there's loads of resources online. And usually at the top of it, it will, there's like a door. If you click it, it will click off the whole web page. Mm. So you're safe to do so. Um, social media is great as well. There's loads of like influences out there. Mm. Um, my friend has a fantastic page called Strength of a Woman. Mm. And she does so much work with victims of domestic violence. Um and she tells her own story and I'm so inspired by her. Mm. She's like, I feel like I even cry. Aww. She's like, so. Oh, Kia. Sorry. No, it's okay. Let it out, man. Yeah, do you want my tissue? My tissue. <laughs> I have a tissue. <laughs> She's so amazing. Um, I think if anybody, like, if she can survive what she's gone through, mm. my God, like. Anyone. Anybody. Yeah. I promise, like, she is so inspirational. Yeah. Um, Make sure you follow her as well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and all the amazing her. work that she does. It's at Strength of a Woman on Instagram. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, I'll tag it in this as well. Yeah, but um, honestly, and the sister space as well, who work with predominantly black women. Mm-hmm. Um, they're fantastic. They're based in Hackney. Um, but yeah, I think also do the work as well. Understand, even understanding how you got to this point is also important mm. to help you kind of understand your journey. Mm. I very much know how I ended up in that space. Yeah. So I have compassion with myself. Yeah. There was very much times where I was even mad at myself. I'm like, me! That was one of the things I was going <laughs> to say, like having compassion for yourself. Yeah. Like, I know that in my 
experience with this. <laughs> I felt so much shame for liking the mm. guy. Like having feelings for yeah. him, I felt so pathetic. It's so stupid, doesn't yeah. it? It's like. What am I addicted? <laughs> like literally every day in the morning. You know when you even like, um, yeah, you know when you even internalize like men who approach you sometimes. Yeah, let alone fucking him and literally, take him seriously. Literally. It's like what? Honestly, I will never forget that day that he was calling off my phone. And you were like, yeah, follow, and I thought, oh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> This is fucking embarrassing. <laughs> this is the guy of my life. I want to be doing up. Oh, hold on one sec. My boo, he's calling me nonstop. Yes. He's disgracing me. I'm and I'm the dickhead. Yeah, you you become who actually the dickhead picks up too. The phone. So sometimes it gets uh, to the point. It's like I must. Is this who, if this is who I am? Then let it be, then so let it be, be a dickhead. It. Then no, show yourself compassion. Yeah, you're not a dickhead at all. You're, you're not a human dickhead. being for yeah. goodness' sake. And there are like honestly, once you, I think. When I was with that person, it kind of felt like I could only be with those type of people sometimes mm, as well. Mm. So it's like, this is what I'm used to. Familiarity. Yeah. So this you is my type. Box yourself, yeah. Yeah, you box yourself. There are so many amazing men out there it's doing like... Such a process. Apparently, there are amazing men out there. I'm joking. <laughs> there are so many. We're still looking for them. We're looking for them. Still, definitely. So we're told. But I heard. I heard. Yeah. <laughs> but according to the streets, there are so many. <laughs> But you know what? There there are as well. And I think one thing that I've actively tried to do as well, even though we, we joke around on this podcast as well, like we don't hate men. You know, no, I want to settle down with a man. I know yeah. sometimes we drag them in like I love men. Yeah, laugh at a shoe. But if he's a good guy, I'm accepting I'm the shoe. I'm accepting that ugly shoe. I'm yeah. accepting the shoe. <laughs> so yeah, like don't I think sometimes when you when you come out of the abusive relationship, you you, you literally live in fear to date any man again. Yeah. But yeah, so I've really pre- I'm preaching I'm doing the preaching Preaching like I'm preaching man <laughs> This Sorry, is your thing Pastor Rikia Come on Pastor Oh yeah 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 <laughs> God willing to your name <laughs> But yeah I Yeah One thing I just want to promise you That there is There is light At the end of the tunnel There is, there is. Um, And I just can't wait To hear your amazing stories One oh, day Honestly yeah. I cannot wait We will be praying Genuinely praying for you Yeah Hope is not lost Yeah your, This is a part of your journey don't give up on yourself. Yeah. The journey's not over. At all. Oh. Oh. I can't believe I've even cried. I just had no expectations. Aww. I didn't even bring my concealer brush or anything. <laughs> you look fine. Oh, I was thinking it? that this is fantastic. This waterproof makeup. Of really? Yes. Waterproof. Not oh, damn. Smudge, not a smudge inside. Honestly. Really? Yeah. There's good. not streams down my face. No, no well, I'm blind, that's fair. Oh, yeah, you, you've got your glasses. You look filtered. On. <laughs> you look filtered from here. <laughs> But I can't see anything. <laughs> right, thanks. <laughs> right, do you have any interesting church announcements? Um, before we close no. the service. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeffrey going to plug some of like Straight for Woman and stuff that I've put in, what I've mentioned on this episode. Um, church announcements. Hmm, any products I've used this week? <laughs> Products? What? They're not paying us, girl. <laughs> Get out of here. Let them run us the money. Do you know first. what? Do I have any church announcements? No. Can you I'm gonna, pray uh, for you to heal? Yeah. Pray for you to heal. Pray for me for we must scribble a man. Let's pray for the script. Pray that he sh- Ricky is not about to commit a felony. <laughs> <laughs> I might be going down. <laughs> Let's pray Ricky doesn't get arrested. <laughs> Please <laughs> make sure you ask for IG. Please make any. Like he's like, I'm um, 21. I'm like, what, 25? 
situation in the first place yeah that's, that's what my main thing is like yeah because yeah. i've been thinking about that a lot the past couple of weeks it's quite random but about like um you know how there's that age-old saying that <laughs> if you want different results you have to do things differently mm. whatever. Mm. um so i'm trying to like incorporate that into my life mm. but i want to i'm i'm still trying to sculpt what good different is okay do you know Got what i mean because yeah. there's also bad different mm. that just makes things worse um, so yeah, I'm in yeah. a reflective space when it comes to like foresight, being really good at foresight mm. and being like, yeah, this is going to end mm. badly. So I'm not going to engage from mm. this point, from day one mm. kind of thing, rather than like after it started already going left. I get it. But yeah. Do you know what I think engaging. as well? Like sometimes with relationships and stuff, logic, you really need to push the logic. Yeah. Like out of your emotions, push your emotions out of the way sometimes. And push the logic. Because even sometimes naturally you want to do this. But logically, it actually doesn't make sense. Yeah, absolutely. So you have to just push the logical side of you. You might even regret it at the moment or in but that in moment. in the long run, you most certainly won't. You yeah. won't, yeah. But as much as I'm not one to talk about guts, I'm like, mm, yeah. there is a gut though. Yeah. That gut feeling. Don't and remember, feel. like, even realistically as well, like, you are one person and, you know, a lot of people don't change. Yeah. So it's about yeah. kind of recognizing those behaviors. I guess. And you're not going to be compatible with everyone. No. You're you're not going to be compatible with most people. <laughs> yeah, that's like, actually really true. Literally, you're not. There's so many people and different personalities. In the same way, I can't be friends with everybody. And my criteria for a relationship is way longer than my one for friends. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So Yeah, that's true. <coughs> but it's interesting because you seem to compromise a lot more. More. Ridiculous, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. With friends is like, nah, she's the type. <laughs> with me, if I have friends who are like, so if I meet people who are argumentative, mm. I'm like, you're not going to be my friend. Mm. I don't argue with my friends. So yeah. You can't. But with a man, it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. we need to have work it out, yeah. you know? <laughs> we have yeah. to give each other a minute yeah. to work it out. And your so. elders don't help as well. Sorry, we really need to end this episode. Yeah, we do. <laughs> but um, even your elders sometimes don't listen to your parents. Eh? Never Genu- listen. Yeah, don't. Unless your parents <laughs> are like very healthily married and of this day and age, yeah. don't listen to them. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. I'm joking. There are some, like, I've seen parents having, like, very foundational knowledge, good foundational mm. knowledge. Sorry, I'm choking. <coughs> the remnants of the vid is really coming to oh, me. Yeah, I've seen some parents with good foundational advice for their kids. Mm. Um, but it's foundational. <coughs> Sorry, I can't. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes they actually don't. <coughs> Why did you drink the gin? Oh, let me drink a bit first. <laughs> I'm having a bed today. Small interval. Anyway, I think we've got to go. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Thank Emotional one. Sorry for the mini breakdowns. <laughs> Don't worry. As I do. <laughs> Only makes it more heartfelt. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. 
we love you lots. Love we you, we definitely you see you next Monday, yes. God willing. And we are genuinely like from the bottom of our hearts, we're praying for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, love you lots, and we will see you love soon. You guys. Bye. The headlines remind us daily. The world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com